Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Coming up this week, a man is suing Disney, claiming he was trampled at Disney Springs on Christmas Day. A Disney Vacation Club may be coming to the Caribbean Beach Resort, and Disney nabs eight Oscar nominations for the 89th Annual mm-hmm. Academy Awards. Also, we're going to talk a little bit about my rant last Wednesday uh, on The Daily Fix with some updated information. Stay tuned for that. Rhino and Steve are going to be coming to us live from the Animal Kingdom, and we're going to talk about the ten top, the top ten most popular restaurants on the Diz in 2016. All that coming up next from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. This is the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged, episode 926 for the week of January 24th, 2017. The Diz Unplugged is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, experts at helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show, coming to you live from the Bob Varley Studio in Orlando, Florida. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, John Magi. Hi, everybody. Kevin Close. Hello. Teresa Eccles. Hey. Corey Martin. I'm just happy to be here. Back in the production nook, our associate producer, Mr. Oliver Green. Hello. Our producer, Mr. Craig Williams. Hello. And hiding, where you cannot see him, (laughs) our webmaster, Will Perry. Hello. (laughs) Yeah, we just, we kind of, he's always here in the corner, only every so often, Will. We'll introduce him. Well, welcome to the show, everybody. Hope you're having a great week. Um, I don't know if I am yet or not. Okay. I don't know. It's Will is definitely not. Will Will had a bad day yesterday, but uh, hope the rest of you are having having a better week. Was it like NASCAR related? Yes. yes. Yeah. Kind is of. it really? <laughs> More or less. We'll tell you. We'll tell you after the show. Um, but it certainly affects my week. It does. A couple things. Uh, in well, actually, all I really have for housekeeping is the uh, the slate of shows uh, for this week. Does anybody have anything? I do. We would like to send our condolences to Carol Bowling, Michael's wife. She lost her dad this past week. Indeed. Sorry to hear that, Carol. Carol, we're thinking about you. Anybody else? I do. I have housekeeping. Go ahead. Um, tomorrow, we are going to release the room block for our 20th anniversary celebration, end of May, beginning of June, 2017. Yay! Yep, we have our contract, we have our room rates, everything is set up and ready to go. There is a thread on the Diz boards, that's where we will post the link, where you can go and get the information. Now, we can't announce the pricing, and we can't post the pricing anywhere because it's so darn good. We're not allowed to advertise it. So you have to go to this page, and you can put in your resort, your resort and number of nights. And which resorts are we uh, are we getting? I have a secret note for Pete. Is that like like when you go to Best Buy and you add stuff to your cart? It says, yeah. add to cart. To Before see you see the price. Yep, exactly wow. what it is. Yeah. Wow. So we've got, you want to read the list of the resorts the, without the price? I know the prices. And it's SDG. So darn good. Add oh, to cart to find out. Oh, my. Hey, pass the note. We want to see the prices. No, no, you can't know. You can't keep it secret. <laughs> I can't keep a secret. Oh, that's not true. She can't keep a hair color. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I say that? Oh. 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 This is the pot calling the kettle oh black. My. Oh, my. Oh, my. Okay. It's getting so, rough in here. First of all, uh, it will be the week uh, of uh, 526, uh, May 26th. 
through uh, June 4th. And uh, we will have room blocks at the All-Star Movies, Pop Century, Port Orleans Riverside, Port Orleans French Quarter, the Wilderness Lodge, oh my God, uh, Boardwalk Inn, and Grand Floridian. Mm-hmm. So an incredible yep. array of rooms. And, and again, you know, we can't, we, we, we can't, seriously, we can't talk about the pricing. Trust me. Trust me. This is not just like a, I'm not putting out a, uh, you know, this is not a false lead here. These prices are amazing. The other thing I want to make sure everybody knows is the Wilderness Lodge will be still under construction at that point. They wanted me to know that. So you guys are forewarned that if you book there, you could be bothered by construction I think if noise. there's one resort where people are willing to overlook that, it's probably Wilderness Lodge. It's so popular. So. And we got a good price for it. So um, one of the things you will be able to do on this page as well is add tickets, add the dining plan. All of this is explained. You're going to get a final price when you put the information in. And then you're going to have to call Disney groups. There'll be a special number. There'll be a reference number you would use when you call. And you're going to book directly with them. You're not going to book through Dreams Unlimited Travel, so you won't get an agent. But that's the sort of price you have to pay for getting these really good rates. Indeed. Uh, again, I want to make sure people know that June 1st is our actual anniversary. We're going to be doing a really cool thing on the 1st. Once what? I get that squared away, I will let everybody he, he know. He hasn't told me. What's the anniversary? You and I discussed what? it. The, what's the Okay. Uh, Cut to her. You're joking, right? Uh, <sighs> the anniversary of what <laughs> is what she just asked. I want her picture to stay on the screen for a little bit. Take that in, folks. The anniversary of what? I don't know. What, what would we be celebrating 20 years of? <laughs> We whispered in my ear cord. It's on your mic. The, the <laughs> yeah. oh my it's on your mic. Like, okay, I got it. Okay, this is hashtag thank God she's pretty. <laughs> Sorry. Uh-huh. I can make an announcement. I've been living in a bubble. John and I are going to um, oh my God. have a meet and oh, I thought you were going to adopt a baby. Go ahead. Why are you giving yours away? <laughs> <laughs> John and I will be doing some sort of meet and greet somewhere in the Magic Kingdom on Saturday for gay days. Crickets. Oh, 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 oh I thought you were talking about this Saturday. This Saturday. I'm oh. like, did they move gay days? Okay. No, we're talking about the anniversary okay. of the days. This was kind of that was was such an exciting announcement. I, mean, I was just going to say, and you all just stood there looking at me like, well, because I'm trying to figure out, wait, is it June? Right. Even the did head's I, have tilted. I, have I missed half a year? Okay, let's talk. The Disney anniversary is in June. Right. June the twenty sixth through June fourth. Got it. Just the way, just the way you, you, the way you sold it. I it was thought this Saturday. You meant this Saturday. Um, no, that's too funny. Go look for us. We're not there. So very excited. That's January. great. That's great news. You all are invited. Okay, I'll be there. <laughs> and I'm sure everybody else, as we get our plans finalized, the team will all be doing meets. I think along the lines of the mega meet, we'll do stuff like that. And, and we're going to be doing another. Uh, Another big silent auction to raise money for Give Kids the World. Awesome. I'll be raising a lot of money for Give Kids the World that week. Yep. And cut to Teresa. Talk to her. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa is still dealing with the last auction, I think. T. Eccles, a Dreams Unlimited Travel. Teckles. 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 That's what we're call you. Tickles. That's what they call me at Tickles. Cruise Line when I pick up. Tickles. 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 Um, so that's great news. <laughs> great agree. news. Very excited. 20th anniversary of the Diz. I still... Wow, you were a baby when it started. I was thirty-two. Suck up. That's hard to put. No, thirty-two I was, is a baby. I was younger. 
true. By 10 weeks. Oh, 10 weeks. By 10 weeks. We're 10 weeks apart, born at the same hospital. Um, Seriously? He never misses the opportunity. Have you been here before? Yeah, really. (laughs) Really. It's like it's her first day. Um, Did you not go through orientation? (laughs) (laughs) Traditions? Did you not go through traditions? (laughs) I didn't go through traditions. All right, that's all I have for housekeeping. Awesome. Thank you, John. Um, what? My phone is like going crazy. Um, all right. So I uh, want to go through the shows that uh, we have coming up this week. Every Monday, disunplug.com and youtube.com slash dreams unlimited travel, the dreams unlimited travel podcast with John, Kevin and Tracy Heinrichs. What is this week's show, John? Uh, yesterday's show, Monday show was our adventures by Disney backstage magic. We talked about that group that we did and Upcoming this Monday is going to be 17 Reasons to Visit Walt Disney World in 2017. And we go through the list of all 17. Some of them are not as exciting as others. So be forewarned. <laughs> wow. 2017 reasons. Well, let me tell you, world. is if you're a Star Wars fan. Star Wars heavy. <laughs> it's very Star Wars heavy. Uh, Disney put out some promotional marketing material, so we d- we had to, took the opportunity to go through that list and sort of dis- discuss what we thought was a reason to visit, what was kind of weird, and also what we experienced and what we looked forward to. So, okay, I'm going to throw my phone out the window. Sorry, excuse me. Um, all right, so that's uh, every Monday, the Dreams Unlimited Travel Show. Also, every Monday, the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. And if Tom sent a note, I didn't see it. Um, but it's uh, disunplugged.com, the Disneyland edition, with Tom Bell and his team talking about all things Disneyland, which I'm very excited to say um, I booked my annual March trip. Uh, got a good price. Got a great deal on the airfare. Um, Where are you staying? Uh, I am going to stay at... Disneyland Hotel. Okay. And uh, that's where I'm staying. Rhino and Tom are going to be at the Hilton. I think you stay at Tom's house. I <laughs> <laughs> stay at Tom's house. Rhino will be at Tom's it. house. Tom's um. minivan. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, it was a Tom's minivan thing that just caught me off guard. Back at Tom's van. All the windows are blacked truck. out. Right? Part of my rapid fire, I had two. I just want to, this seems like a perfect time to I was insert mention it. this. Um, Adventures by Disney has moved all backstage magic the Disneyland portion of it to the Disneyland Hotel. Amen. For 2017, because the Grand Californian is under a massive refurb. And refurb, yeah. they said, we're not just talking rooms or hallways, we're talking the pool, and the one that really made them make the decision is the entire lobby is under refurb. Like and months. We, it's a shame. We we finally bit the bullet, and we're bringing the kids to Disneyland um, in June at some time, June, July sometime. I'm not giving the dates. Um, but but that's where we booked it because just the proximity yeah. of it. And now I'm thinking of canceling it. I enjoy. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. I think the Grand Californian, as far as convenience, is unbeatable. That, that is why we booked it. However, from what I've heard, and I've been working very closely with ABD because you know there are people who are upset that the, about this move mm-hmm. who have booked to you know. The Grand Californian is sold as the luxury hotel, like we sell the Grand Floridian as the luxury hotel. So there were people who were upset. I think this. I think anybody who's doing it is going to be happy that they're not. And we also and I'm gonna. I'm just call me a broken record here, but I'm gonna say what I have said for years. First of all, um, I much prefer the rooms 
at the Disneyland Hotel. They are far larger and, in my opinion, much better appointed than the rooms at uh, Grand California. Um, also, Disneyland Hotel is where the history is. It is the original Disney Hotel. There is so much history, and it captures Disney, Disneyland in particular in a way that no other hotel on either coast or on any continent does. It just, it just captures it brilliantly. That's why I love it so much. When I go there, I feel like I'm in Disneyland, and I can, you can kind of feel that history there. This is why we're not that upset about it. We like the convenience of the Grand Californian, but we think for a backstage magic, this adds another level of Disney history and to, to the whole thing. to those folks who are going with us in July, we have heard that there are some extras that have been added to our trip, and I'm not telling you. Yeah, some really cool stuff. Um, some really cool stuff. Some really cool pluses that you're on this trip. Now, have they adjusted the pricing of this trip based no, on No, the- surprisingly they haven't. Here's what- I, we have gone round and round, and I have been told that it's not that big a difference. Also, if you price the Disneyland Hotel now versus the Grand Californian, it is more expensive. Because of the refurb. Because of the refurb. And the but lack of room. A- Disney and ABD explained to me that they pay the same rate at both hotels. And their pricing is based on that rate. It is the same exact price they pay for both hotels. We're probably going to end up canceling our... I hope Julie's not watching because I'm just now saying that. Uh, We're probably going to end up canceling the trip and doing something else because not only the refurb, but also the we booked the Grand California because they offer the bunk beds. And that's easy for us to be in a room and the kids can be in bunk beds. They're doing away with those too. So all these things are kind of pointing at... Let's cancel. I, I don't want to do. I love Disneyland, but I'm not going to stay there because there's about a million distractions from the room to even the monorail. We'll never. We'd never get to Disneyland with Ferris. <laughs> I just want you to know that you're on booked on this trip. I know. Oh, okay. I'm very. I didn't know if you knew it. that. I do. I, there's some cool things coming. <laughs> I'm look. Any excuse, any excuse I can find to go to Disneyland, I will take. I make crap up in order to be able to go to Disneyland. So I'm very excited about that trip. I'm very excited. Beginning of March, first week in March, Rhino Tom and I will be out in the park. So if you're going to be there, keep an eye open and say hello if you see us. Um, But bother Rhino more than you bother me. Um, Did we have a Disneyland synopsis now that we vamped for 40 minutes? Yes. Um, Mary Jo and Nancy talk about their experiences at the Main Street Electrical Parade premiere event. And Tom shares his favorite food items from the Lunar New Year marketplaces. I thought it was going to be like their experiences in college. (laughs) (laughs) Tom talks about the lost weekend or something. (laughs) All right. Uh, Also, every Wednesday, the best and worst of Walt Disney World. Uh, This week, we'll be talking about five free attractions you can enjoy at Disney World. Uh, Every Thursday, DizUnplugged.com, the universal edition of the DizUnplugged with... Craig Williams, Rhino Clavin, and Oliver Green. Craig, what have you got coming up this week? Uh, we didn't get to it last week because too much uh, breaking news just kept coming out. Uh, but we are going to do our attraction review of the always terrible Shrek 4D. <laughs> Don't bury the lead, Craig. Oh, sorry. Really? <laughs> <laughs> just ruined that one for you. <laughs> really? Now you can save yourself the hour. Um, it's bad. It's really bad. And I can't say Friday-ish anymore because he's been awesome at making sure his shows get up on Fridays now. DizUnplugged.com. Diz Pop with Rhino Clavin. 
Uh, this week, he's going to discuss all the top Disney, Marvel, and Star Wars, Star Wars, Pixar, pop culture news of the week. And be sure to check out his boy. He really he, he really pushes himself here. Uh, be sure to check out his Diz Pop News Flash, published yesterday, where he gives his thoughts and feelings on the big title reveal for Star Wars Episode Eight: The Last Jedi. There do you, you think go. it's do you it's him just crying for twenty <laughs> minutes? My <laughs> feelings. Um, and normally, uh, normally we would have a connecting with Walt episode this week, but. Due to the fa- uh, the family emergency um, that Michael and Carol had in their family, uh, they were not able to record this week. So there will be another episode uh, next week. Correct, Craig? Yes. Okay. So again, our condolences and thoughts and prayers go out to Carol and Michael for their loss. So uh, stay tuned. And next Friday, you'll have another episode of Connecting with Walt. Now, before we go on to news, I do want to talk a little bit about... Um, the rant that I had on the Daily Fix last Wednesday. Um, well, you know what? Before I talk about it, we got it queued up. Mm-hmm. All right, we're just going to play a play a bit of it. So go ahead. Let me start off by saying that this is a really slow news day. So rather than sit here and talk about stories I could care less about, I'm actually going to go off on a little rant about something that has been bothering me for the last few days. Now, a few weeks ago, Disney announced that they were going to be doing a series of special dining events entitled Delicious Disney, a Chef Series. These would be monthly dining events happening throughout the year, ranging in price from $199 a person to $499 a person, and would take place at various locations around Disney property. Now, most of these events are scheduled to be held at Markham's, which is a restaurant located in Golden Oaks, which is Disney's housing development for the uber-rich. That's fine. I have no issue with that at all. The first of these events, however, are being held on January 31st at Cinderella's Royal Table in the Magic Kingdom. The event is billed as a celebration of Walt Disney World's 45th anniversary, includes a meal prepared by the Magic Kingdom's culinary director, Robert Gilbert, and his team, and offers special viewing of that evening's fireworks. Now, the price for this is a very steep $499 a person. And while I think that's awfully expensive, it did sound interesting to me, so I went ahead and I reserved two spots for myself and a friend. Now, a few days ago, however, I read on Disboards.com that people who had booked Cinderella's Royal Table for that particular night were being contacted and told their reservations were being canceled. Now, most of you know that this restaurant is one of the harder reservations to get, And oftentimes, people need to call 180 days to the day in advance in order to get a reservation. For many, this reservation is the highlight of their trip. And while I don't particularly understand that, I don't have to. I've heard enough people over the years tell me that a meal in Cinderella's royal table is important to their family. And Disney knows this too. We're not talking about Tony's Town Square here. We're not even talking about Jico at Animal Kingdom Lodge, which in my opinion is the best restaurant on Disney property right now. We're talking about a very coveted dining experience. And we're talking about people who book six months in advance being summarily thrown out because someone else was willing to pay more. It's disgraceful and Disney should be ashamed of themselves. And while I was looking forward to this event, I didn't feel right knowing that I was supporting something like this, so I did what I could do, and I canceled my reservation. 
Now, I understand Disney is a business, and it has business realities that require it to find new and innovative ways to generate revenues, revenue for their shareholders. But to do so like this, at the expense of guests who played by the rules, is in the words of my people from New Jersey, what douchebags would do. Disney, stop being douchey. So that was, God, it looks like I'm wearing the exact same thing. I'm not. That was black. This is blue. Um, I, uh, so that was, that was the rant I went on. That got a lot of, uh, a lot of views. That was like by far the most successful daily fix we ever put out. Um, I heard yesterday from Sandra Pettisini at the Orlando Sentinel that Disney had uh, not only rebooked people for other times, at Cinderella's Royal Table, but they also paid for those dinners. Mm. So they ended up doing the right thing. So I just wanted to make sure I said that, that they did the right thing. I think it's a shame that they had to be called out on it in order to do it, but at least those families are going to get their experience at Cinderella's Royal Table, and Disney is stepping up and doing the right thing by paying for those meals. So a far less douchey thing to do. With that um, side, are you going to book it now? Like no. rebook it? No. 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 No, because I took his last two spots. <laughs> Did you take No. I, <laughs> no. I, uh, I'm sorry. I can't pay $1,000 no, for No, I dinner. just can't. I just, I just I can't. I wanted to see. I wanted to see what it was. Um, and again, my problem was it was you were going to eat at 9 o'clock at night. <clears throat> but my, my, problem is, my problem is, again, you know, I've talked about how it seems like they are flailing looking for ideas to generate extra revenue. And things aren't being planned out. So obviously, you know, if they had known six months ago they were going to do this, they would have blocked those times out and not allowed people to make reservations in the first place. And the fact that they're doing this two or three weeks before time tells me they just came up with this like a month and a half ago and didn't bother to think about the impact it was going to have. Are they not familiar with the Internet? Do they really think the people who were getting displaced from this? weren't going to go somewhere and say, hey, this kind of sucks. It just, I, I don't know. It, it's, I get it. I get what's going on. I get, get what you got to do. And in a lot of cases, I support what you're doing. I support, uh, uh, you know, the, 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 some of the ideas and things you're trying out, Disney, to raise extra revenue. I think they're good ideas. Um, but come on. Come on. This isn't your first rodeo. You, you know that... Oh, we're gonna throw we're gonna throw people out of Cinderella's royal table, and nobody's gonna say anything. That's just it's foolish, just foolish. But at least they did the right thing. They did the right thing, and it sounds like people are happy. So, um, but it just left I left a sour taste in my mouth. And this is a Tables in Wonderland event, um, but it's weird because when you call to make the uh, reservations, you're going to Golden Oak yeah. Guest Services. Um, so it's kind of it was kind of odd. It's not really a Tables in Wonderland event, I don't believe, because it's uh, anyone can book it. You don't have to be a Tables in Wonderland member, but there was a discount, no discount, but there was a gift for Tables in Wonderland members. Hmm. But we received the email from, from Tables, Tables in, in Wonderland. Wonderland. Yeah, yeah, that's why making it sound like it was their event. Um, you know, my only hope here is that the people who did have to move somewhere else that it worked for them. You know, not everybody has the flexibility to just say, okay, another night is okay for me. So well, Sandra Pettisini said that it was, uh, they moved, they got everybody moved uh, into other times at Cinderella's Royal Table. Um, just one family ended up uh, at Be Our Guest. So, um, all things considered. Yeah, that's not too bad. 
you know, they did. They ended up doing the right thing, and that's the the bottom line is they made it right. They didn't they didn't uh, ride on it. So. Right. All right, with that, we will move over to Johnny with the news. All right, our first news story. Man files complaint against Walt Disney World after being trampled at Disney Springs. An Orange County man has filed a complaint against Walt Disney Parks and Resorts, alleging that he was trampled by another guest while visiting Disney Springs on December 25th, 2016. According to the complaint, Tan Boo states that he suffered physical injuries to his neck and shoulder when an unknown person knocked him to the ground and trampled over him. Boo is seeking restitution from Walt Disney Parks and Resorts as he feels they failed to hire appropriately trained security guards, failed to provide adequate security, and failed to evaluate criminal activity. So let me guess. They were supposed to hire enough security guards to create a secure perimeter around this man that nobody was going to run into him? And how do you get trampled by one person? Well, you know, December 25th, I think it was Santa. Black Friday. That's my guess. It happened at a Halloween party with me. I trampled a woman by accident. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah, I remember that. What, you stampeding toward candy? Uh, toward candy? candy. She got in my way, but it was. <laughs> Don't get between her, that woman and chocolate. I helped her back up. I mean, mm. it's not like I left her there. They had M and M's. I helped her back up. <laughs> you are a saint. So, but I, I, again, I don't understand how this yeah, is this Disney's is. fault. I, when I think of trampled, I think of the scene from The Lion King. <laughs> yeah, right, exactly. Or Walmart Mufasa. on like a Black, Black Friday, Friday morning. Yeah. Yeah. Mufasa was trampled. I'm not, I'm sorry, it sounds like you tripped and someone <laughs> stepped on you. I don't know that that trampled is... Would be people just stepping on you repeatedly, right? right? And again, I think this is getting money out of Disney. That's exactly Instead what it Instead of finding the person like. who did it. Was he hurt? He no suffered way. injuries to his neck and shoulder. Oh, I didn't hear them. My neck. They not only trampled him, they jumped back. up and down on him. <laughs> yeah, they backed up. Friday. Beep. <laughs> well, that's sad. <clears throat> Which the, part? The fact that he got trampled and the uh, fact that he's suing. I just think it's sad. No, okay. I think this is one that's uh, going nowhere fast. Yeah. Disney can't be held responsible for that. No, you can't. I mean, unless they did something to create the stampede. The stampede, like putting M&M's out at a Halloween Shut party. Up. <laughs> You know, they, they can't or a wildebeest migration. It has to be sorted by color for me to run, okay? <laughs> I miss those days. I do. <clears throat> All right, story number two. Permits filed for large expansion at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. Last summer, it was rumored that Disney Vacation Club may be looking at building their first resort villas at a moderate resort. We are now seeing reports on DizBoards.com that plans have actually been filed for a large expansion at Disney's Caribbean Beach Resort. Disney's plans say that work is to begin in 2017, with completion expected in 2019. The plans show seven new buildings will be built, including a large, multi-level building that will sit on land that is part of the existing Barbados Village, suggesting that Disney plans to get rid of that section of the resort to allow for the new construction. The plans also details changes for the roadways and retention ponds in the area. Nothing has been confirmed from Disney that this permit has anything to do with adding Disney Vacation Club villas. But they're adding Disney Vacation Club. Exactly. We all know that's what that means. this is, I mean, A, it makes sense um, that, you know, they're going to, they would have to start, they would have to start expanding into the moderates because, I mean, they've pretty much tapped out Wilderness Lodge, uh, They've got Polynesian, uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, Grand Floridian, Boardwalk. Contemporary. Contemporary, uh, Beach Club. 
So the moderates make make sense. Now, what my question is going to be is, is the price per point on these Mm -hmm. going to be in the quote unquote moderate range? I do not think so. You th- so you think they're yeah, going to... Yeah, but then how would you, how yeah. would you then use those points at, yeah. at a different resort? Yeah, that's a good point. The that's logistics, point. yeah. One of the reasons why I say no is because while the resort itself doesn't have the same amenities or the same location, they're building a multi-level building right in front of the Hilton, which has one of the best views on Disney property. Of the fireworks. Well, you can hmm. see you can see all four theme parks Yeah, from the Hilton. So now you're going to build a building right in front of the Hilton... And you're going to have some incredible views. That's funny. I, I think they should do it. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I think the points are going to be similar, similarly priced. You might need less points to stay there. Yes, I think right. you're right. That's exactly I think, right. Yeah, I think you're right. That's what's going to happen. Points per night would be much less. You're right. But, you know, I, uh, you know, do you think with Caribbean Beach as your home resort, do you think that is going to be as popular? As say when they did at uh, Wilderness Lodge or Polynesian for that matter, you just don't tell anybody that it's your home resort. <laughs> really? Just lie about it. No, mine's at the. No, I mean you have. No, I mean look, you have you have some ardent yeah. Caribbean Beach fans, Kathy, Kathy, oh, Kathy I think if they're going to sell the points at the same price as they do for all of the other ones, which would make them valid at all of the other resorts, I think for some people using having that resort be less points is going to make this look like a lucrative thing. I can go more often and I can stay longer. I also think because of the resort, you're going to see less uh, fees. Your resort fees will be less, your your fees per point. So that'll make it a little bit less expensive. But I don't think, you know, here's the deal. We talk about buying resale and things like that. There are people who are going to want to buy the resort they want. No matter right. what the price is. People are buying Alani. People are buying the Polynesian. And it's very, very expensive. There was a point in my life when the idea of longer and more often was all that mattered. All that mattered. I've right. gotten old and chubbier and now I like comfort and convenience and all of that. But longer and more often was would definitely be a selling point. And if you're buying DVC and it's going to be a lifelong investment, I think that. It's a selling point. Yeah, instead of one week at you know the contemporary, you might be able to say two weeks at the yeah. Caribbean. And I think uh, I think it's going to be interesting to see uh, how they price it um, and what they do with it. But I, you know, this is I'm I'm actually I mean I'm not a DVC member, but I'm excited about it. I I think what they've done so far, you know, when you take a look at Grand Floridian, when you take a look at Animal Kingdom Lodge, uh, take a look at the Poly in particular. I think they did a brilliant job with us. John's been a DVC member as long as I've known him, and I never thought it was a big deal. I am, we've talked about this before, the idea of me going 17 miles to stay at Disney mm-hmm. doesn't appeal to me. I'd rather go home. My stuff is there. I, that's just me. I don't enjoy <laughs> staying in a hotel enough to not drive the 17 miles. That all changed when with Alani. And now... John will say to me, as I'm about to purchase something with a credit card, he'll say, do you know how many Alani points that is? <laughs> <laughs> One of the things to keep in mind about this new uh, resort at Contemporary is that it's going to be DVC accommodations. Uh, Caribbean, Caribbean, Caribbean Beach. Beach. What did I say? 
Doesn't matter. It was wrong. Okay. So the thing at Caribbean <laughs> Beach is going to be same TVC combinations as elsewhere. It's Hashtag going to be- things only your husband can say. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Doesn't wrong. matter. It was wrong. Uh, if you watch the dream shows, it's mostly him correcting me. That's pretty <laughs> much what he said. He said, stop correcting me. I said, stop making mistakes. <laughs> so you're talking about, you know, the one bedroom, two bedroom. These are going to be nice accommodations. Yeah. So it's not going to be any lesser than when you're staying somewhere else. It's all about location. Right. Like and also holding table. the Caribbean Beach has an incredible pool. Indeed. So that's a great possibility. And, and a rabid fan base. Mm-hmm. So. Called Kathy Rabbit. Cool. <laughs> All right, and our third and final news story, Disney earns eight Oscar nominations. The 2017 Oscar nominations were announced early this morning, and Disney walked away with a total of eight. Rogue One, a Star Wars story, was nominated for sound mixing. Doctor Strange, Rogue One, and The Jungle Book were nominated for visual effects. Moana was nominated for original song, How Far I'll Go. Moana and Zootopia were both nominated for animated feature, and Piper was nominated for animated short. So congratulations to the Disney Company. This yeah, is I mean, pretty big. It's you know there, a couple of a uh, couple of things. People were surprised to a degree that Finding Dory didn't make uh, the best animated feature list. But uh, you know also it's a sequel, and the Academy doesn't usually look too kindly on sequels. Uh, the other thing that was the kind of uh, <clears throat> uh, was never going to happen, but a lot of people were hoping. That Deadpool yeah. was going to make it into the best picture. Because it was nominated for Golden Globe. Well, I just read that um, it's things like the SAG Awards, the Directors Guild. Those are the ones, those people vote. The people who give out Golden Globes don't vote for the Oscars. Right. But they said that um, Deadpool got some love at the SAG Awards and the Directors Guild. And they said that was kind of a hint that it would get some love at the Oscars because those people in those guilds are people who vote. On the Oscars. There's a lot of good films this year. A lot of good films. Bill, big slate this year. And so and especially in the acting categories, it's it's really I mean I'm very excited to see that hidden figures I'm gonna do my little Diz Pop. I am very excited that Hidden Figures was nominated. I think everybody, and especially if you have a daughter. I think you should take them to see Hidden Figures. I'm dying to see. I got to get out and see it. I've heard such great things. I about loved. It. I liked La La Land a great deal. I thought Hidden Figures was a great movie. You laugh, you cry, you cheer. It's. I also think it's important that this story is told. But again, I think anybody that has a daughter should see this movie. I'm still surprised it took 50 years to tell it. But right. and that's that says a lot too. It took 50 years to tell this story. Yeah, it's interesting, um, isn't it? But. At least it's getting told, and I'm yeah, I'm dying to see it. But and there's some great performances. Two of the ladies that are in that were nominated for best supporting actress, and we had this conversation this morning. They're kind of the two main female characters, and it surprised me that they were in the supporting category. But then we had this political. But honestly, Octavia Spencer in anything, right? (laughs) Um, Love her. But maybe the competition in the actor actress category was so strong, and that this is really an ensemble thing. Yeah. Yeah, probably. And of course, Meryl Streep gets nominated. Three quarters of our audience is doing this. <laughs> yeah, sorry. <laughs> Super Bowl. We just geeked gay, out. Hashtag gay Super Bowl. Um, so. All right. So that'll do it for the news. All right. Thank you, John. Uh, before we move on to rapid fire, we're going to head over to Animal Kingdom, where <laughs> Steve and Rhino are 
climbing trees or running with the animals. I don't know. What are you guys doing? Just having a romantic getaway in this tree. <laughs> Why is Rhino not in front of the rhinos? Yeah, uh, really. Well, it's too far away from where the food is. <laughs> Yours or theirs? Well, both. Um, we're waiting for our... Uh, we thought we were going to be able to get inside, so you'd call us in right uh, You know, right when we were seating... I can't speak down. English. I'm sorry. Yeah, when we were sitting down for our reservation at the Tusker House, a place neither of us has been. So is that what you're going to be vlogging today? Yeah, I was lured in here because I didn't realize it was a character meet and greet experience. So I'm a little we bit really enjoyed. I, we really enjoyed the view of your hand there. That was. <laughs> oh, sorry. I was turning up the phone. I'm sorry. I couldn't hear anybody. Um, so I haven't done a, I haven't done a character dining since I was like five years old. So last year. <laughs> I don't know. It's been a long four years, huh? Look, look at T with the snack. <laughs> four years, yeah. We'll expect lots of photos with Steve in a sailor suit today and him and Donald Duck. Well, I got to tell you, Tusker House is one of my favorites. Um, oh. Great, great meal. Great is meal. It, is it a buffet? He it wants is to a buffet. Know burgers. It is a buffet, chicken nuggets. but it's, uh, it, it, it's kind of a buffet along the lines of um, Boma. Yeah. It's got that Boma feel to it. So some really, really great, uh, really great stuff on the buffet. I, I think it's one of the better character meals on property, actually. So. Oh, okay. okay. All right. I, d- so is now it, I've I'm, just guided I'm, your review. You just got yeah. Well, we, it we, better be good. Now. Yeah, well, I'm gonna I, feel awkward if I have to give it a good review if I don't like it. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's not too busy in the park today. It's so really cute. So what else have you have you, have you just just get to the park or what else have you been doing today? Uh, yeah. Well, we just got here only because the the Academy Awards came out this morning and. Um, People demanded Kathy dining vlogs, so I finished one of those this, today, and so look forward to that in the near future. But yeah, the the, uh, the park's not that crowded today. It's a nice day out, so yeah. we're having a good time. Awesome. All right, well, I look forward to uh, seeing your reports on social media and the vlog on Tusker House. So go go eat and enjoy. All right. Thank you. See All you guys right. later. Take care now. It is a beautiful day in Orlando, isn't it? It's gorgeous out. Yeah. It's absolutely gorgeous. I mean, Great it wasn't temperature. Sunday, but... No, no. But you know what was amazing? We were watching the news all day because they used the phrase Sunday on the news, the tornado threat in Central Florida has never been higher. That's That that makes Scary. your blood run cold. Oh, yeah. It does. And you guys were all getting hammered. You got hammered here. I got to tell yeah. you something. St. Cloud got 10 drops of rain, some wind, and two thunderclaps were just enough to make my dog crazy, but we got nothing. Well, no, we, it was it was pretty bad. It was pretty bad up here. Um, I, and I, I posted this on my Facebook page yesterday. Uh, the number of people on social media complaining about not being able to get into or out of Orlando International Sunday blows my mind when they issue... See, it started as a tornado watch, which we're used to. Mm-hmm. We're used to when there's an extreme storm of any kind, which happens all the time here. Tornado watch. Very rarely, very rarely does it go to tornado warning. And even more rare, does my phone keep going off with the weather mm-hmm. alert that, okay, take, like, take shelter now. Yeah. 
I'm not, not kidding. No, That's what, not kidding at all. It's so, scary. You know, and I'm only a few miles from Orlando International Airport. So I think common sense might tell you that it's probably not a good idea to take over land in tornadoes. It was not only that, it was there were straight line gusts of 70 miles an hour. Yeah, we had yeah, hurricane force winds. Yeah. Exactly. Well, you live in an area that's heavily treed. Yeah, we have a lot on our property, and I'm, I'm just looking at these pine trees going, oh, crap. <laughs> and I, again, you guys watching that news, it was right over you. It was. Yeah. And, it, and Orlando Airport was one of the worst. Yeah. So, I mean, folks, really. I mean, I get being stuck in an airport sucks. I know that. But, you know, flying into the ground at 500 miles an hour because of wind <laughs> shear sucks, too. So I think the airport sucks less. Color me, color me crazy. But so, OK, enough of that. Um, let's <coughs> move over to Rapid Fire and we'll go to you, John. All right. Marvel Day at Sea is expanded to select 2018 Disney Cruise Line sailings from Miami. Um, very popular. These. Uh, Marvel Day at Seas, Marvel things happen. Uh, apparently there's smoke involved. It's marvelous. It's marvelous. <laughs> apparently there's a lot of, you know, fog. <laughs> Dad joke. In addition to the ones in the end of 2017, October through November, they have added January dates, February, March, and April 2018. Really nice. There's a varied uh, cruises, five nights, eight night cruises. So if you're interested in this, this is going to be a lot of fun. Especially now it's out of Miami. So book it. Do it. Book it. Do it. DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. DreamsUnlimitedTravel.com. All right. That's it. Thank you, John. Kevin. Mine's very topical. If you're going to be around January 31st, you can take advantage of, are you ready? National Hot Chocolate Day. Oh, bring it on. Uh, (laughs) Visit Vivoli Il Gelato to enjoy a cup of their delicious hot chocolate complimentary with any in-store purchase. It's locating in the landing area of Disney Springs. Uh, Guests enjoy the authentic taste of Florence with original gelato recipes dating back to the 1930s. Overseen by third-generation gelato makers, blah, blah, blah. Get your hot chocolate for free with an in-store purchase. And speaking of, has anybody been to this gelato store? Yeah, I haven't. I have not. Um, it's one of the places I got to, there's so many things I got to check, really go see and experience it. Go on the 31st. Downtown Disney. Or, oh, excuse me, Disney Springs. But um, we went back and did uh, Homecoming again. I followed you. Last week. And, oh my goodness, what a different experience it was from Just say it. the first time. Just it say was, it. Just say it. I put I put it on social media. I'm you were right. You. I'm teasing you. You were right. <laughs> But I'm I mean, so was I. That first experience was terrible. Um, I have to tell you, every morsel of food, the only thing I could criticize, the only thing, the homemade potato chips were overcooked. Did you get the ones that like they have a spice on them? Or like, sp- yeah. I like kitchen them. spice drizzle. But they were just they were, they were, they were, a little bit overdone. Overcooked. Yeah. But when I tell you, every morsel of food that came out of that kitchen was perfect. Yeah, we love it. Perfect. Um, did and any of you have the Hamilton uh, hamburger? Nothing to do with the musical? <laughs> I don't... It's one of my favorite things. I don't think so. We had lots of fried chicken. And I had the Country Club, I think it was called. That's good. I've had that. It was. I mean, that Tasted was... Yeah. But, you know, so we have, a, we have a vlog and a review coming up on the site uh, anytime now. So um, 
I was really, uh, I, I would absolutely, absolutely go back there. I'm glad because I was really disappointed that you didn't like it because I think it's so good. And it's what, what you know, uh, I think, I don't know if it was you, Will, that said this, that it, or Oliver, I forgot, somebody said, or no, maybe it was Charles. <laughs> it was a guy. Oh, my. It was, it was a person that was there. Um, that it's, you know, all this like standard comfort food. It isn't complicated food. No. But taken yes. to this incredible level. The other thing I like about it is sometimes Disney restaurants can be enclosed a little bit and can be a little dark. I like the fact that this is wide open. It's surrounded by windows. It's very, mm-hmm. bright, very bright in there. It's very welcoming. It's, I, it's also extraordinarily expensive. That uh, should, well, you know. I think Disney restaurant. But I think even for Dis- by Disney restaurant standards, I thought this was this was a little on the expensive side, but worth it for what we got mm-hmm. because the portions are huge. Right. That's the other thing too is if you can get that chicken dinner, that's two people easily. And or me. Um, <laughs> and did you get the one with the donuts? No. Here's what we did though. Um, we did get we did order the donuts, but there were also two Orange County sheriffs sitting in the restaurant. And I wasn't being nasty. I, I thought was you j- were joking oh. when you said no. Hand to God, I did it. I I told the waitress, the server, to uh, please send them donuts with my compliments. And then, like they, she did. And then, as they were leaving, they thanked the guy next to her. She, he thought it was the other guy, not me. But no, I did that. It just it was too perfect. There were donuts on the menu and two cops sitting in the restaurant. And you know, thank you for your service. Here, have some donuts. It wasn't being mean. It really wasn't. That's what you call stereotyping. I'm Is telling you, right? Profile. Profile. I would have been under the table. <laughs> that is- they have hummingbird cake for dessert. It was very good. And I have to tell you, it's one of those things I crave. It's bad for me, but I, if I went back, I would certainly. Yeah, no, this guy, this guy made Oprah fat. Um, yeah, this guy did. made Oprah fat. Uh, there is nothing. I mean, I, I have to watch my, my diet like a hawk. There's nothing. The least offensive thing was the country club, and, well, and because everything else, it's every, it's the only thing that wasn't like deep fried. But I don't want to do the review here. Um, but it was, it was excellent. It was excellent. We had a good. Uh, now I want to go back. I'm hungry. <laughs> well, let's go over to you with your uh, rapid fire there, Missy. I'll send you some chocolate. It's exciting. You got yeah, you got a bag of chocolate, <laughs> and you have cloth drops right there in front of you. I was just trying to be stereotypical. All right. Are you ready? Are we ready for yes. this? Oh yeah. It's exciting. Edge ready. of my seat. What? Edge of my seat. <laughs> I just go home now. This year marks the 30th anniversary of the Disney store, and to celebrate the occasion, they're releasing a commemorative set of 30 pins. Mm-hmm. Kind of like your 2017, 17 mm-hmm. bad things or whatever. Yeah, you laugh, but I'm going to tell you, this story was huge when we published it. Beginning January 28th, just this coming week, the Disney store will release three new pins every Saturday in-store and every Sunday online through April 1st. And all the pins are brand new. Look at that Edna one. I gotta have that Edna one. No capes. That's your profile pick, right? Or used to be. No capes. Isn't that cool? Yeah, but this is also a woman that has a Twitter account for her cat. I don't have the account. Klaus has the account. (laughs) (laughs) Don't spoil the magic. (laughs) 
I'm done. Move on. To- <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Citricos at the Grand Floridian will be hosting a brunch with a twist on February mm-hmm. the 11th. Uh, the a brunch was recently featured at Epcot uh, Food and Wine Festival and was popular enough to bring it back um, as just a regular event. Several of the re- resort chefs, will um, they've created like a menu for the five-course brunch. I'm not going to read through the whole brunch, but an example is a, a farm egg omelet with king crab and caviar, Bloody Mary shooter with jumbo shrimp and smoked bacon fritter, and it comes with a prosecco. We should go to this. this sounds, you just you read my mind. This sounds like the stuff that they did at the Grand Floridian that time. Let's see how it is. Let's yeah. it. And how much is it, you ask? How much is it? Brunch will be held at noon on February the 11th, and it costs $169 plus tax. Gratuity and valet um, are included. <sighs> So, um, the pricing let's only take people. You have to prepay. It's not clear if they're going to do this again, but it says, um, if it'll be a regular thing, but they do have another one scheduled for May 6th. The only way it's worth it is if we bring Craig and he just drinks those Bloody Marys like he did last time. We had like six of them, except for one thing. We then found out that they had to pay for the Bloody Marys. Yeah, (laughs) oh, yeah, that did get expensive. This one includes the Bloody Marys, I assume. Yeah, every course comes with um, champagne. He said you'll be able to watch the chefs on um, in the onstage kitchen and even ask questions while they cook. Each course will be paired with a different champagne. I wish, I wish these places, you know, uh, this is great, you know, I think $169, but I wish they would have a no alcohol option for those of us who don't drink. Because I'm going to be paying for Bloody Marys and champagnes I'm not going to have. Right. But then I just bring you the Courier Craig. And, you know, <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, I said last time, Kevin, the Bloody myself Mary and vacuum. you don't yeah. drink. And we all gave him to Craig. And- the Bloody Mary vacuum. <laughs> I don't even like Bloody Marys. <laughs> <laughs> but it has alcohol in it. So. All right. Thank you, Corey. You're welcome. Back to you, Olive. Hello. Uh, yes, my um, I'm here to give an update on the uh, Planet Hollywood Observatory, which I think we've spoken about so many times across the platforms that we do that it's getting a bit old. So I'm just going to keep it so so quick. Um, yeah, essentially, now yes. After several delays, it appears that Planet Hollywood, the Planet Hollywood Observatory at Disney Springs, is now taking reservations and has an opening date. Finally, um, reservations opened on January twenty fourth, two thousand seventeen, and the first available reservation is for February first, two thousand and seventeen. So it's exciting stuff. I know Craig can't wait because because it's going to change tomorrow. And it we're going to have another story out that says update Planet Hollywood <laughs> no longer taking reservations. We're going to keep going through this loop over and over again it's getting like, really annoying i feel like we've covered planet hollywood more than the social media experts that work for planet hollywood yep <laughs> just because it changes so often so yeah something to look forward to if you're into that they've got some interesting things on the menu I'm very interested that. to see very interested to see we will be there february 1st by the way so yes. i don't know who's going yet but we have reservations so mm. well if you have to pick and choose pick me for the high-powered brunch and take the boys to <laughs> Not that it matters. Pick a woman sometimes. I know I don't have the. Oh. You know, I'm just hanging out by myself. She got hidden angers. Oh, no. <laughs> last time last time we started assigning stuff to her and trying to include her in more stuff. Oh, I'm so busy with the laptop. <laughs> well, I got a staff <laughs> now, so I'm not busy. It's Talk to the Talk to the hand. She can delegate. <laughs> I'm delegating right. to my people. Craig. Okay, so um, apparently Emeril Agassi had come to Florida at some point recently uh, because he made a TV show about Emeril's Florida that's on the cooking channel. I guess, and maybe it's always there. I don't jingle know. Jingle Bell, Jingle Bane. Um, 
Yeah, yeah right, right. Um, but it first, the episode that uh, is important debuted on January 21st a couple days ago. Uh, there's two more showings of it, but why should you be excited? Well, he went and looked at some of the Disney Springs restaurants, and uh, he, he did some interviews, behind-the-scenes look at STK, uh, the Boathouse, and then Homecoming. So, uh, you know, Emerald's always entertaining. I'd, I'm going to have to DVR this and watch it. It's on the Cooking Channel, as I said before. So uh, 9.30 a.m. on January 26th and 10 a.m. on the 27th. And see Emerald, Disney Springs. All right. Thank you, Craig. Um, okay. So before we wrap up our show, um, is my mic down? Um, I just, I, I don't know. I was sounding pretty low there. Okay. Um, so before we wrap up, uh, I was looking at some, uh, some stuff on the Diz the other day. And I thought this might be a little interesting thing to do. Now, uh, Corey, I think you saw this email that went out last night to the guys. Mm-hmm. Um, those guys have seen this list, uh, but you guys haven't. Um, I took a look at the 10 restaurants that were the most searched on the Diz in 2016. What do you think they are? Le Cellier. Mm-hmm. Be our guest. Mm-hmm. Um, Cinderella's Royal Table. Mm-hmm. Casey's. <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um... The steakhouse um, in the Front, in God Club. Nope. Sonoma. Canada. The Canada nope. place. Well, I said the Celia. Oh, oh, okay. I thought you were thinking. I was thinking of like, Squirrel Yacht Club. Shut up. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Remember, the dog does come in here, pick up yeah, the really. I'll pick I'll pick the So how many did we get so far? Four of the ten? Well, you got Le Cellier. You got Be Our Guest. You got Cinderella's Royal Table. No, we said Roma. Boma is not on the list. Chico. Chico is not on the list. Wow. Are they all sit down? They are all sit down. <laughs> Hence well, table service. Oh, I didn't hear him say that. Okay. Flying fish? I wasn't. Flying fish is not on the list. Wow. One rhymes what, what, places what, 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 you would still Alice. Yeah. Big places you would hate to go. <laughs> oh, I know, Crystal Palace. <laughs> Crystal Palace. That is counts on the list. as a restaurant? Bollywood, yeah. and, Bollywood and dine rhymes with that. <laughs> rhymes with no, that. seriously. <laughs> well, here's the deal. You're not saying if that people are searching, get more interesting. All right, one at a time. One You're not time. saying people are searching for it necessarily because they want to eat there or it's good. I mean, it could just be they're looking for a review or, and, the, or the menu. Or yeah, so doesn't matter. Doesn't, they're not necessarily. They have to be good restaurants. What are people most interested in reading about? Wow. Tony's. <laughs> no. How many are left? Eleventy-five. <laughs> I think at least four. Well, let's uh, let's go let's go uh, up from the from the bottom here. Uh, number ten was La Cellier. It's the tenth most searched restaurant on the Diz in twenty sixteen. Number nine, Kevin's favorite. Oh no, the little crab cake place. Oh, the coral, the coral reef. reef. Yeah, done. <laughs> done. <laughs> I think they're searching it for his review. That's right. Done. That's what people are searching for. Done. Um, number eight, Hollywood and Vine at uh, Hollywood Studios, which just blows my mind. Number seven, where Rhino and Steve are today, Tusker House, which makes sense to me. Number six, Princess Storybook at Restaurant Akershus in Norway in Epcot. Mm. Number five. That's just people trying to find out if there's reindeer on the menu. No, I think it's people who are interested in the princesses. Oh, no, that's a popular... Yeah. Then they, they get there and they realize it's pickled fish. <laughs> <laughs> With princess. 
<laughs> Sorry. Um, number five is Liberty Tree Tavern. Oh, okay. Like uh, number four, Hoop Dee Review. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Number three, Crystal Palace. Number two, Cinderella's Royal Table. And number one is Be Our Guest. And when I tell you the difference between Cinderella's Royal Table and Be Our Guest was exponential. It's more than double. I mean, Be Our Guest by far. That's the new one. Well, it's not. No, it's not new. It's four years old. 2012 it opened. Yep. So, I mean, it's not new anymore, but it has maintained its popularity. Um, Question is, has it really maintained its quality? And the last time I was there for dinner, it was quite good. Um, but that was about six or seven months ago. So um, has anybody been recently? Not in a long time. I've never been. Okay, so you say. can come the next time we get a reservation. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Just saying. <laughs> She's too busy. Well, just, and, okay, busy. I will. I will Why I don't would, you take your family? I, I told you, <laughs> I told you how much I wanted you to be included on theme park days and the vlogs. And what did you say to me? Okay. Uh, 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 uh. I have a job. Right. But still, you know. First of all, we all have jobs. You can ask me again. Yeah. So (laughs) if somebody says to me, look, you know, I respect what you do. You do a great job. That's cool. The rest of us are people of leisure. You do a great job out in the You wrap up baskets. No, no, I don't. (laughs) (laughs) You You do a great job out in the Welcome Center. And oh, when you good. tell me that, you know, I know you've got you've got two kids at home and you've yeah. got your husband, One three kids. Okay, yeah. uh, oh. And, oh. Um, you know, so like, okay, I'm not going to. I would love. No, I'm just kidding. So everybody on on Twitter, okay, just to show her, I want you to hashtag Teresa in the parks. Wait, I'm pulling a tear. Tackles. Teresa in the parks. <laughs> I want you to hashtag and I want you to tweet at her, Teresa in the parks. And we'll get her on some vlogs. My we got Kathy. We got Kathy vlogging. We're gonna get to Reese. And you don't work all night. Are you night? actually crying? No. It's yes, from laughing. You do get out of work. You could go to the park after work. No, I don't. Do you know who my boss is? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we just had a business meeting. Oh yeah, this is definitely not work hours. This is after hours. I'm serious. I'm serious. People tweeted her. It's all good. It's Teresa all good. in the parks. Hashtag Teresa in the parks. Tweet me. Okay, go on. I'm done. Now we have that Edna Mode thing going. <laughs> now I cut my hair, though. It's kind of a little wig. It's all good. All right. Well, that, ladies and gentlemen, is going to do it for our show for this week. We hope you enjoyed it. And we'll be back with you again next Tuesday with another edition of the Diz Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone. And remember, stay out of the damn lakes. Have a great week. <laughs> <laughs>